0: The guru is life. Good Monday morning. It's raining here. In fact, we've got chunky rain coming down this morning. The snow and the ice, it's kind of crazy. We thought we were heading into an early spring, and here we are, late February, and we're heading right back into a bit of winter time. But you know, it is still winter. Welcome to real estate daily with your guru. I've got an exciting topic this morning going on it's heating systems and before you say oh how can heating systems possibly be exciting well it's what you need to know for your client because remember it's all about demonstrating your knowledge skills and abilities to your client because we need to be attached to our client we need to understand the motives of our client the intent of our client what our client wants to do, what they want to buy, how they want to buy it, what makes sense to them, what makes sense for their family, all of that applies. And let me tell you, heating systems will be core and it'll come up in a bunch of ways. For example, heating systems will come up when they say, well, how much will the power cost me at this house? Well, heating systems, a big driver of the power system of what they're going to have to afford to live in the home. Welcome to Real Estate Daily, by the way. Let's get to have a sip of coffee this morning. I hope you're having a great Monday morning. Pardon me while I sip the coffee this morning. Okay, types of heating systems. You know, there's lots of types out there. I wanna make it clear going into this. I am not a heating system professional. You are unlikely to be a heating system professional. You are an agent, a broker, someone selling real estate. But we have to have general knowledge, and then we have to be able to advise our client where to get the next set of knowledge. You know, we want to be the source of the source. We want to help our client acquire exactly their dream home that they want, and being able to do that is incredible, powerful for the future to get referrals back to you. Take a moment, by the way, this morning, hit that like button. I love it when you hit the like button. It just, it just kinda makes, makes me smile, it makes my day. Hit the like button, make a comment, I would love to hear from you your stories about heating systems what you have found out to be true about heating systems the stumbling blocks of heating systems and what are the best heating systems for your area because they change and they differ and there's a lot of things to know about heating systems then jump over to youtube Just real quick, jump over to YouTube because the show is simulcast on multiple social medias. But in YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button and become part of the Guru members only events. And you open that up by hitting the subscribe button where we help you build your business bigger than you ever thought it could be. Okay, let's get back over to heating systems fireplaces are fireplaces actually a heating system usually the answer is no it's not that they can't be but usually their answer is no they're so a standard fireplace it's a wood-driven fireplace you add the logs to it things like this they're not considered a heat source that's financeable i would love to hear from you in the comments what have you done with homes that only have a wood source, a fireplace wood source of heat. Now pellet stoves, that's different. Many lenders will allow for a pellet stove. That is a legitimate heating system that is sustainable and those can have uh, settings on them to set you know, the temperature, thermostats, things like this. But if you only have a fireplace, Have you run across this where there are some homes out there? Often older homes, maybe they're cabins on private land because you can't finance a cabin, but I need to do a show just on cabins because cabins on Forest Service land can't be financed. They're cash only. And and there's a variety of ways to do the cash we're not going to get into that today. But if it's a cabin on private land it may only have a wood-fired heat source. And what do you do with that? Because most lenders are gonna say, no, that's not a heat source. That's not allowed. It it was shocking to me a few years ago when I went to sell one of these things and all it had, and it was over on the coast, all it had was a heat source of a wood fireplace. It was actually a, a wood stove that stood in the middle of the room. And that's all it had working. It used to have some baseboards and things. What we had to do is we had to have the seller, we were representing the seller, we had to have the seller go and replace the baseboards throughout the house. Because the wood-fired stove wasn't going to be allowed to finance the home. That can become a big problem. A A bigger problem than than what maybe you've even thought of before. Okay, so we have fireplaces. We have pellet stoves. Pellet stoves can be highly efficient, love the heat that comes out of them, and they're just so beautiful to watch through the glass, things like this. So what about heat pumps? Well, heat pumps can be really a valuable thing for both heat and cool. By the way, while we're on this topic, do you, well, you have to have a heat source. You don't have to have a cooling source. Cooling sources are not considered, you know, a financeable stoppage to buying a home. You have to have a heat source to keep us warm. that That's the concern, is keeping us warm. And now, I'll tell you, when I'm in some areas, I'm down in Flagstaff, Arizona, or, or, Phoenix, Arizona, or some of the other really hot places. My concern is getting cooled off. <laughs> I don't know about you, but certainly when I'm in those areas, I am concerned, can, can your guru actually get cool? But the rule is that they have to have a heat source. Pardon me while I sip the coffee this morning. I hope you're having a great cup of coffee. So are heat pumps a heat source? And the answer is yes. There's a lot of homes that all they have are heat pumps. I have a heat pump in my home. And talk about efficient. If you don't get outside the bandwidth of what they can work really, really, really well at, the heat source from a heat pump can be really efficient and save a lot of money. I mean, they can save, but because a bunch of them, because it doesn't kick in the secondary burners, whether the secondary burner is a gas burner or an electric backup burner, it doesn't matter. If, if they can run just off of getting the heat from the outside and doing that heat exchange piece, wow, talk about uh, amazing. All right, what about furnaces? Now, a lot of homes, I mean, a lot of homes have ducked furnaces, but furnaces come in all kinds. And your clients will be asking about furnaces because they might say, well, I didn't know a furnace could ever look like that or be like that. So not that, again, you don't have to be a heat source, a furnace expert in any manner, but you do wanna have some general knowledge about homes and what's going on with them. You can have electric gas furnaces. You can have wood furnaces, of which, here's the guru again, in my home in Corbett, I have a backup system that is wood-driven that also uses the same ducking as The electric furnace, the heat pump, and the electric furnace itself. It heats up the same system. You turn the fan on, and it pushes the warm air from the the wood-driven system into the home. And we're not the only one with that system. They can be very, very efficient. And talk about great for for a power outage. You still have heat in your home. And that is wonderful. Wonderful. But that's a little rare, but if you see that out there, that actually exists. It does exist. You can have wood-driven heat systems for your water tanks. All kinds of systems that's out there. I, I have known people that take pictures of the different systems that are out there, and this is something you might wanna do, to have an album as you show homes, to pull up your album and go to your section on heat systems and show your client the different heat systems that you've run across. You can also grab some of these pictures just by going to Google. You don't have to, you know, fight a home and take your own picture sometime. You can just go to Google, find some of these different alternative heat systems that are around just to bring your client up to speed. And all of a sudden you are looking like a superstar in the market because you have this knowledge. You know, a little bit of general knowledge can go a long way. Now you don't want to go too far. You're not the expert in the in the heat source area, in the furnace area, but you do want to be able to talk uh, briefly and generally about the different kinds of systems that might be out there. Have you heard of an outdoor wood furnace? Now, I will tell you this. I only know of one of them, even though there are companies that make these. I know there's a bunch of them out there. I'd like to know from you in the comments, if you have an outdoor, outside, you have a little shed. And there is a wood-driven furnace out there. with And it has, so you can put logs in it. The, the, the one I know of, you can put about a 36-inch, maybe a 40-inch log in it at a time, then it seals shut, becomes an environment, and then there's a pump that takes the hot air over to the house. It's considered one of the high efficiency methods. I was surprised that, that it was, but nevertheless, it, it sends the air over very, very hot. It heats the house with no trouble. Of course, you do have to feed the, feed the wood over there and keep that going. What I don't know is on that kind of a system, is it financeable? If you've seen this before, these outdoor wood furnaces, if you've seen them, throw in the comments. You know what have you seen? Have you helped someone buy one? Is does it, it qualify for financing? Well, a standard wood stove or fireplace doesn't generally qualify for for a, a heat source. Does this outdoor style qualify? And I just don't know. I, I, I would like to hear from you because they're so rare out there from what I have seen. But I, I know this much. There's lots of them out there. All right. What about electric baseboard? <laughs> People like to run down baseboard because they, they, they tend to think that it's horrible and... Super expensive. Actually, modern baseboard can be very affordable. The problem I think that people have with, with baseboard is they can't stand over it and have the heat you know, blow directly on them and get warmed up in the morning or come in from the cold and, and get warmed up. But baseboard can be an efficient style of heat and it can be efficient to the dollars and it can be a very warm, even heat. Pardon me while I sip a little more coffee this morning, getting going on a Monday morning. All right, so baseboards, there's all kinds of baseboards. In my office, I own Troutdale, Oregon. We put in new baseboards throughout. We used to have a furnace, the furnace went out. We took a look at different heat sources to put in and we put in hydronic, I believe it's hydronic, Maybe saying it wrong. It's where it has a tube of liquid inside of it. The baseboard heats up that tube. And it evens out the the temperature swings that an electric baseboard would typically cause. Because they come on, they heat up, and they they go on and off. But you get this other type with the fluid inside. causes a very even heating because the fluid remains hot as it heats up and down and keeps your room very even in temperature. Yet another style of heating. Even within baseboard, another style of heating. So what about electric in the wall, fan driven? These are often called cadet heaters. But that is that that is a name brand. Cadet is a name brand. So th- there's lots of them out there, by the way. Cadet just happens to be a popular name brand. That's where you go over to the wall. They the electricians cut a hole in the wall and they put this metal box in. With, it's a heater and it has a fan. You often see these in bathrooms. However, there are homes that have one in every room and it is their main heat source. And while a lot of these little systems will have a knob on them so you can do the thermostat right directly on them, you can slave these systems to a main house thermostat so that they all come and go with the thermostat so you have even heating. it is considered, yet again, another high efficiency method of heating. Now, it's not my favorite one, but certainly it it is one, one that's out there. What about radiator heat? Radiator heat, you don't see this very often anymore. I would like to hear from some of you, have you sold a house that has radiator heat? You know, we would see it. You know, when some of the, my schools I went to when I was a child, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, they had a radiator that heated the room. And my desk, at least in, in one of the grades, was over near the radiator, and those things would get hot. I think the problem is once they got hot, how would you ever control it? But we also had homes that had radiator heat. Have you sold a home recently with radiator heat? This is a steam driven heat, usually requires a boiler separate somewhere that's uh, rotating the water through the system. And then the radiator heat, of course, heats the room. I, I don't know how efficient they are. Maybe they're extraordinarily, I don't know. I'd like to hear from you on this. But the radiator heat, boy, can they get hot. They can really, really get hot. Controlling it, at least in the school systems, was always the problem. Because once you got them hot, we'd be opening the windows and it would be too hot in the room and controlling that and and the teacher would be calling down saying, can you turn the boiler down Or, or reroute it or whatever they had to do. So also, what about radiant floor heat? We're going over a bunch of heat systems here this morning. What about radiant floor heat? I love it when they put in radiant floor heat in like a kitchen or a bathroom. It feels so good on your feet. It also, though, can be a major heat source. Radiant floor heat. It can be one of the heat sources of of a house. You don't see it too often, at least in the Northwest. But radiant floor heat, yet another one. Now, ceiling heat. So I've told you before your guru bought his first house when he was 19 years old. Found a private person to, to give me a private loan because, you know, 19, there's no bank out there going to finance you. And found someone to do it. And that particular home had radiant ceiling heat. And I bought it thinking, this is crazy. Ceiling heat. How will I ever stay warm? And the truth is it worked very well. And it heated the house extraordinarily well. Now, in my remodel of the house, I had a cooling system by train, Train of Oregon put in, and in that cooling system, of course I had heat system put in, so I didn't need the ceiling heat anymore, but for I lived there for over a year and a half before having that system put in, and the radiant ceiling heat worked really well. Now, your feet can be a little cold until it warms the whole room up, but up here, you can feel the heat coming down. I would like to hear from you. Have you sold a home recently with ceiling heat? Probably in the 80s, 70s and 80s, ceiling heat was somewhat popular. We've gotten away from it. So I don't know if there's new homes putting in ceiling heat or not. So ceiling heat, though, something that you need to think about and be aware of for your client, because you very well may be running across some ceiling heat. So there are so many heat heat sources. We could probably go on for a couple hours on just all the heat sources that are out there. Note... We don't have to be the expert of any of them. In fact, we're not going to be the expert of them. We're not the electrician. We're not the heat source expert. But we need to know something about them. Is it? Is this a one and only? Is it a crazy system? Does it work? Will it keep me warm? What is going on with the system? You should be somewhat knowledgeable about the, the systems that are out there. Okay. By the way, take a minute hit that like button. I love it when you hit the like button. Follow us on social media. We're all over social media. Take a minute, follow us on social media and hit the like button and make a comment about the heat systems. Also, make a comment about what kind of shows would you like to see in the future? I love it when people make show suggestions. What kind of knowledge to help us build your business? What kind of knowledge are you looking for? What kind of topics are you looking for in the future? I take them very seriously. The topics that have been suggested have been wonderful. Okay, mini splits. I'll tell you as your real estate guru, I thought mini splits would have went nowhere. When I first seen this a few years ago, I thought, this is going nowhere. I I told my wife, mini splits, are you kidding? That's just a way to get cold. Pardon me while I take a sip of coffee. However, that's because I didn't understand mini splits and how efficient Mini splits actually are. If you have a home that doesn't have a furnace system and you can't easily add something else, mini splits are actually a really good way to go. I would now con- consider it in a home that I have. If I needed a heat source, I would consider mini splits. They end up being extraordinarily efficient. They're not loud. They're not a system that only heats a small area. They are meant for heating large areas and you can put them in different areas of the home and they're very economical to put in, in comparison to some of the other systems that are out there. And they're not invasive to the systems of the whole home. They're a mini split that goes into a wall. They're not this overwhelmingly invasive system. You can put them in, and they begin to function immediately. And wow, uh, they will keep your your home warm. And I've seen these mini splits up on the mountain where it gets extraordinarily cold, and they had no trouble heating their home with them. So mini splits, something that's out there and not an extremely invasive product to have, have your home plumbed with, or if you, know, if you don't want to have your home put in with a bunch of ducking, because that can be very invasive to a home, causing lots of troubles. In fact, it may not even be possible in the home that you have based upon its style. Mini splits should be considered. Before you put in a bunch of baseboard, think about mini splits because they are very efficient and a nice and very nice system. Okay. Solar panels. I know before you say solar panels, uh, guru, that's not a heat system. I know, but I wanted to include it here because it is a power system. And it can lend over to that same question that starts this whole conversation with your client. And the conversation starter is, how much is this gonna cost me? Well, now solar systems are becoming extremely popular. And there's lots of tax advantages. You can sell your extra power if it's set up that way back to the system. Solar panel systems, very popular, and can help answer that question about how much is this going to cost me. Now, here's where you're going to need to go and get some data from the homeowner. You need to request from the agent some data from the homeowner if they have a solar panel system built in, particularly one that sells the extra power back. You need to know for your client, what is the data? What is that actually looking like? Because these systems are getting extremely popular and extremely efficient. The efficiency can drive down the cost of what may have been an inefficient furnace, an inefficient heating system being backed up by an efficient solar panel system can change the cost of living in the home so substantially that all of a sudden it makes sense to buy the home based upon that. Pay close attention to solar panel systems. Also pay, this is not a show, show about solar panels, but pay close attention if it has a battery backup system that the solar panel system is I know somebody putting one in up in the Hood River area. They're going to have enough battery backup to, to run their home when the whole power area goes out. I told him, I said, listen, you're gonna have all the neighbors coming over because your house is gonna be full of lights. You will be the party house. And it's all based upon a solar panel system backed up with, with, with battery. Absolutely amazing. In fact, shockingly amazing how well they are doing. They struggled along for years and now we are in the age of solar panel. Also, there are turbine wind driven systems. If you were in an area that can actually have that, I'm in the gorge, we could have that. That's a possibility for us because we have enough consistent wind. If you've got the property to put one on, Consider the turbine wind-driven systems to drive down your cost of power and mitigate what might end up being a non-efficient system in the home. Or you can have an efficient system in the home and a turbine or a solar panel and be selling a lot of that power back to the grid. Definitely things that you are going to want to be able to advise your clients about. All right, I'd love to hear from you about other systems. What works better? Which one is the best system? Well, that it, it, that depends. That depends on a lot of factors. We start off with what's the best system, best heating source system for you, for your home. I went through a bunch of them. Well, age of home has to be considered. What makes sense for that home? Was the home built with a particular style in it that would be disruptive to change the style to something else? So style of home, a big deal. Location of home. My brother lives in in the Minneapolis area. It's been 20 below zero up there lately. You've got to consider if you're in an area like that, that the heating source you put in has to be able to take a 20 below beating in the Columbia River Gorge, Northwest area, we don't get anything like that. Cold for us, we'll have a few days a year that might get down to 15 degrees, and it snaps right back. Most of our temperatures cold is 30 or 40 degrees, not 20 below. So location, you have to consider location when you're considering a heat source. What makes sense for it? Well, Access to a variety of types of fuels. Maybe you're going to put in propane. Maybe natural gas isn't available to you. Maybe you don't have a southern exposure enough to put in the the solar panels. Maybe you don't have wind for a turbine. There are a variety of types of fuels to drive the heating systems and the heating systems require different amperages. All of that's gonna to have to be considered. You're gonna to have to get a specialist in to talk about this. Today we've been talking about, and we can keep going on, today we've been talking a lot about the different heating sources and different heating systems for styles of homes, types of homes that you're in, and you need to know about these so you can advise your client the best And you will have the knowledge, the skills, the abilities to make the relationship, understand the motives of your client, and win that deal. This is Real Estate Daily. I am your guru, and I am here to help you build your business bigger than you ever felt it could have been in the year 22, which is right now. Talk to you tomorrow.